0: We'll Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Queer Quadrant, a podcast where we, two bisexual filmmakers, examine cinema in all its cultural contexts and explore why your favorite four quadrant blockbuster is maybe not as straight as you think it is.
1: What if you got into Colombia? but also your mother was dying? <laughs> Would you go? No, 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 but not yet. <laughs> Your father, missing. And also, a pop star comes into your town.
0: What do you do? Do you go to Columbia? Uh, Do you stay home?
1: What would you do? The
0: possibilities are endless.
1: (laughs) But here's the thing also. Your town, its snowed in. A deadly blizzard that's never before seen has
0: come to the town. Can we appreciate how there's ostensibly supposed to be a blizzard framing this town? And there's maybe two inches of snow on the ground. My school would force (laughs) us,
1: they would drag us and be like, what do you mean you're not coming to school? This is minuscule."
0: There's like a foot of snow on the ground and they're like, I don't understand the problem.
1: (laughs) Exactly. It's sub-zero. Like kids are like breathing and icicles are coming out of their mouths.
0: I remember going to school on like a particularly bad snow day when everyone was like, this is so dumb, school should have been canceled. And we slid through a stop sign because of all the ice. I love that. It's like two blocks away from school and i was like this is what's wrong with america today and you're like i am going to pass away (laughs) this is it goodbye cruel world just like this girl's mom is going to eventually (laughs) one day i am aghast
1: (laughs) <laughs> uh that's wild though do you remember like any specific blizzards that you had like uh do you because like, i feel like we and you we both definitely had blizzards but there's like is there a blizzard memory you go to where it was like a particularly bad blizzard
0: well um definitely one time i think i was like 13 or 14 there was a big like nor'easter it was over all of new england and our power went out for like two days so we had to we had to sleep by the fireplace and all that good shit yeah it was there was also it would have been when you were a freshman in college but i was a senior in high school and there was like six blizzards in a row yeah on monday that was brutal and we had no school like the entire last semester and i was a senior and seniors don't have to make up missed days oh i was you are living. living
1: here's the thing though did you have a party at an awful house and, oh, sorry. I mean, I mean waffle a Waffle House, house? How dare except I? it's
0: not Waffle House. What,
1: what is it actually?
0: Waffle. Wait, what is it? For a
1: hundred dollars, name the place where all of this film name takes the place. knockoff
0: Waffle House. Um, it is IHOP. IHOP. <laughs> waffle Denny's. Town.
1: Oh God. Okay.
0: <laughs> Wait, the, what's your Blizzard memory? Is it uh, the same? blizzard? It was, so it was
1: the same Blizzard, yeah. not when I was a freshman, but the one you, when you were thirteen or fourteen, and so we had the same thing. Power went out. And when the power would go out with our blizzards, we were usually fine, but this one was longer, and so we had to go stay at a hotel. And it was the dumpiest, spookiest hotel we have ever stayed in, in my life. It was like, it was just a disaster. it sounds like a disaster. It was just, it's so seared in my brain from that. But I mean, there were so many blizzards and That was snow a killer days. blizzard though. I feel like yeah. it was the
0: same one. Oh yeah, oft- no, it, d- it definitely about.
1: was. Yeah. Let's give it a name. What, what should we call it? Even though it definitely had a It name. definitely
0: had a real name, but I don't remember.
1: We should name it. Here. Hurricane
0: Waffle Town.
1: <laughs> <was>, for $100, <laughs> name it after one of the characters in this movie. Dory. Oh,
0: that's the only name I think that I remember. Dory of, with an I.E. Because of
1: I'm like, oh, it's named Dr. Dory the Fish.
0: From Finding Nemo, right. maybe, but it's spelled differently. So what pop star um Stuart Bale. Stewart. His
1: name is Stuart Bale. Bale.
0: What a horrific pop he star get, name. He
1: should be Bailed out of that. <laughs> that's what he should. Dear Lord. <laughs> what a disaster. Uh, Anyways. This is
0: actually though. This is kind of cute.
1: This movie's kind of cute.
0: It's kinda. Wholesome.
1: Here's the thing, Brooke. I thought this movie was gonna be really bad.
0: It's I kind of liked
1: it. Adorable. Is this movie kind of great? It kind of is. Is this kind of what we want for a Christmas movie?
0: Yeah. Okay. So, so like, what?
1: What is the Christmas movie though?
0: And who are we?
1: Do you hear that again, ladies and gentlemen? As if you remember last week, Santa was coming off in the distance. But oh, do you hear that above? Are reindeer landing on the roof? Can't
0: wait to hear this foley that you're gonna drop in.
1: Oh, it sounds like a knock, but that's reindeer's paws. Paws. <laughs>
0: Lewin? <laughs> My cat? Jordan's cat. Um, Anyways. Hello! hello. I'm Brooke Solomon. I'm Jordan
1: Gustafson. We're
0: just two small town friends looking for a Christmas Eve pick me up. Um. And this it is the Queer Wholesome. Quadrant where we talk about queer cinema. Um. And today we're talking about 2019's Let It Snow, a Netflix young adult holiday rom-com. Banger. It is kind of a bang. Kind of slaps. Okay, this is like this is all that I want from even a Hallmarky Christmas movie. Because yes. it's actually not that bad. Like no. it's really cute. Yes. I don't like when movies are bad on purpose because like Hallmark movies. A movie that's bad on purpose is never entertainingly bad. It's just actually bad. Because Agreed. it's like you can't try to make a bad movie and have it be good right
1: you know what i'm saying No, agreed yes yeah by trying to make a bad movie it's just going to be like annoying yes but if you make a movie and it turns out to be bad then it's fun
0: that's why like a christmas prince is obviously like ridiculous but i feel like there's a lot of sincerity in the first movie however after that, I would like,
1: love for you to tell me, can you, okay.
0: Can I tell you one thing? Can
1: you tell me w- one, what is the Christmas Prince? Is this about a prince that is transplanted from the future? No. Or is that a night's tale?
0: That is the night before Christmas. Oh, okay. As I believe we can invoked. Can we go
1: through Christmas Netflix
0: titles? See, so Netflix has kind of been like the new Hallmark. Yes. They get so many like dumpy, like shitty Christmas movies on their service that people buy. Blow through in a season, and then they get a whole new crop of them the next you year. Would say
1: the Christmas season. Yes, because what season is it right now that we're in? The Christmas it's season. Christmas. It's It's the holiday season. The
0: holiday season.
1: Did it? It's great. Da da, 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 da. I'm very um, happy. Welcome to our holiday episodes. I don't know. We already yes. said that, anyways. But
0: like we're, st- we're we're still in the holiday. The holiday run. We have one more episode after this. This is your little December package. Um, and Beautiful. we really hope you like it.
1: And they better like it. <laughs> I mean the Netflix stuff though, the titles just make me I it's a chuckle. A nice chortle. They make me laugh because they're so campy and weird and funny because it's like a night's tale. It's the not Prince a night's tale. Christmas. A knight's a tale. A night's tale is the Heath Ledger one, right?
0: Would you like me to rattle Can off? Can you rattle off Netflix Christmas, popular titles? Christmas Thank you yes. Okay. We have let it snow We have the Christmas Chronicles.
1: With is that Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell and Santa. Goldie
0: Hawn yeah a, hot Santa I haven't
1: watched it but I like that idea
0: a Cinderella story Christmas
1: wish is Vanessa Hutchins
0: in that no that clock. is the princess switch Jesus okay there yeah. is also the princess switch switched again coming 2020 you're joking no no come on switched I would never joke again? about this
1: what is this twitches too
0: it's uh the prince and the
1: Popper, but with but with princesses, princesses and also Christmas.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, There is a Christmas prince. A Christmas prince, the royal baby. I feel like there's another Christmas prince, it's too. Christmas I think
1: there's three. Well, a Christmas prince is getting it on. Oh, yes. A
0: Christmas prince, the royal ro- the royal wedding is the Damn. Um, Um We like have the crown. Jingle Jangle.
1: Oh, dear. Oh, dear. God, God.
0: That's a new one this year, which is apparently kind of good.
1: That was. Is this the one with Forrest Whitaker? Yeah, I think and like, Keegan-Michael Key. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. And
0: Angela Bassett. Like
1: i'm sorry does she do the job
0: she does that the job the job no one is gonna understand that except for us
1: but it's the job it is the job what is our job
0: a christmas inheritance starring that girl from the 100 girl what and who can forget the night before christmas which i think is the best one what's the night before christmas he's a knight
1: but what about christmas there's also christmas is it before Yes. Is it a nightmare before Christmas? It is not. Is it Batman? <laughs> I'm here, Freddy Man, to give you all of your Christmas presents. Um,
0: no more of that.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. It's the Christmas season, right? I should yes. do a Santa voice, which would be
0: Oh. I don't yeah. even want to attempt that. Ho ho ho. I guess you could do like Merry a um Christmas a Grinch voice? The Grinch. Mm. no. You're that's canceled. just Batman. No, I don't like yeah. it. This He's is over the
1: Grinch. Anyways, uh, this week we're covering Let It Snow,
0: which is, I would say, one of the best of the deep, deep library of Netflix Christmas movies. This is the movies. only
1: Netflix Christmas movie I've seen.
0: This is like the Y, the biggest YA one. I They're mean, trying to branch out. This
1: cast stacked.
0: This cast is low.
1: This stacked. cast has Dora. Dora, Dora. The Explorer. It has Sabrina Dora! the Teenage Witch. Who's that super cool Explorador? Uh, so, okay. So, yeah. Let's see. <laughs> Characters. Dora is in this. Sabrina mm-hmm. the Teenage
0: Witch. Miles Uh, Morales. Miles
1: Morales. Jesse from Toy Story.
0: Yes. Um, (laughs) Who, what is uh, 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 from Spider-Man?
1: No, you just said it. Ned. Oh, yeah. Ned from Spider-Man. Ned also from Spider-Man. Who else? Um, Lady Bird, half the cast of Lady Bird. The cast of Blockers. The cast of Booksmart. The cast of Booksmart. And that girl from
0: Santa Clarita Diet. He was really good. And discount uh,
1: uh, Barb (laughs) from Stranger Things. Discount Shannon. And also discount... Not Joe Keery, the other guy. (laughs)
0: Okay. No one is going to understand anything that we're talking about. It's fine. I refuse to bring people down the path that we went on trying to determine who this cast of bright young actors were. This is the up-and-coming stars of tomorrow. Yes. Yes. It's very interesting um, to see, like... The new crop of uh, up and coming actors because now we've reached the point where they're all younger than us. They used to be the same age as us. It's a little upsetting, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. When you were
1: like, How old's that person? And you were like, 25. And I said, Ho, oh, oh God, I am. <laughs> throw myself out this window also
0: 25 I'm like I think four months younger than Zendaya and it's my greatest accomplishment because no matter what happens at least I know that I will be younger than Zendaya forever
1: nice she wins her Oscar and you're like you know what doesn't matter I'll get her I'll I'll, get it soon
0: four months girl I'll be right there (laughs) beside you
1: (laughs) you're you're like grabbing her hold uh I would say
0: career-wise I'm about four months behind Zendaya definitely less for sure less two I'm weeks expecting my emmy in the mail any it's day it's coming
1: N- wild santa just threw it through a christmas uh no uh uh well, Down the chimney chimney <laughs> god this look this movie it took a lot out of me but it also added a lot to my
0: life this actually like really did make me feel like warm and fuzzy it, it was did. really sweet um i like that it is actively like an actual wholesome movie that you can put on and you can be like i actually like this i don't know like i feel like
1: there's only one problematic part of this movie
0: uh the straight people
1: (laughs) the there's one character in this we'll get into it who is the joker but Mm -hmm. you know for teenage boys.
0: He's just like, he's one of the, he's like uh, the best friend. It's the worst. Can we just get he's it out like of the way? He's like the nice guy. I mean, we're barely going to talk about the storyline. So basically. I think
1: we should, because look, there are, this is a very intimate and detailed, complex <laughs> story with weaving plot lines that really connect hammering home with a coup d'etat. Coup d'etat. Coup, yeah. Right.
0: A tour de force. A
1: tour de No. Like a.
0: A coup d'etat is when you overthrow the government.
1: What am I thinking of? Like a uh, at the end, like when everything climaxes A Denny Mall. Thank you. Sure, <laughs> that's not that's not the word. But everything comes to a beautiful climax, resulting in an explosion of emotions, tears flowing from our eyes as our characters dance around, not to any Christmas songs in a seemingly Christmas movie. It's but that's okay. Called
0: Let It Snow, and they do not play Let It Snow.
1: All they had to do is do one Let It Snow needle drop.
0: Just one over the credits. Just one, like, one. That's all we ask for. I can't believe that they didn't do it. Netflix at us. It's because this movie was made for five dollars. <laughs> five dollars. There's this one scene where there's like kind of like a car chase happening. And it shouldn't hit me that good, but it's really funny. Uh and during the car chase, this like you know, it's actually it's the character that we're about to talk about. His name is Tobin. Insel. He his name is Tobin. Insel. He like kind of tries to throw his car into like park and they just cut to an extreme close-up of the tires, and yes. then their face is being like, Whoa! What's going um, on? And I was like, Oh, I see we didn't have the budget to uh shoot the full car during this sequence.
1: I would say that maybe we could have shot this film on a Canon 60D.
0: It's not was bad. This, was
1: this made during the Emerson College 48-hour film festival?
0: It's in a cute little Toronto town, you know. But
1: no, no. I'm sorry. What do you mean Toronto town? This is set in uh, Boring, <laughs> Illinois.
0: <laughs> Laurel, Illinois. No, Boring, sh- Illinois.
1: <laughs> why? Small town, Illinois. I just
0: want to know why you need to set anything in Illinois. I guess this is as good a place of any.
1: Honestly, the cast is diverse. Pretty good. The Their Christmas celebration Weirdly diverse? There's
0: a great scene. There's a witch? At, at this church where there's like a non-denominational Christmas and there's like indian goddesses represented in like a chinese dragon and you hanukkah a and kwanzaa and jesus is in the middle it is- a witch is there why is there a witch there is like a forest witch and i couldn't figure out what she was supposed to represent maybe like i mean i love it the old spirits of christmas i don't sure. know it's What is <laughs> it's- poseidon gonna come riding in on a wave next it's honestly great it's great
1: i love it this movie's campy yeah k-canon
0: Kate Cannon Good wrote for this her. movie.
1: Pitch Perfect. That's what I would describe this movie as.
0: Mm, it's really actually like wholesome. It is. Like well, I you, had a very nice. How time. do you feel
1: about Blockers? So Kate Cannon wrote and directed Blockers, right? Yes. And she's known for Pitch Perfect. What she didn't direct this, but she wrote it, and it feels like she. You can, like, kind of tell it's kind of same energy. Well, do you like her? Did you like... Well, their question was, rather, do you like Blockers?
0: I love Blockers. Okay, I
1: love Blockers, too. Blockers weirdly got... Like, a lot of people don't like Blockers, but I feel like Blockers is really funny. It's
0: actually, like, very good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. No, John I,
1: Cena is great in it.
0: I think they run a little too much away with like the improv-y stuff, but I feel like we are so used to like the overabundance of improv that comes with like a Judd Apatow movie and having it be like 220. like You mean the last King of Staten Island? Just like riffing. Yeah, exactly. Like the entire time that seeing something like Blockers, which is a really like condensed sequenced comedy was – very nice. It
1: was a refreshing breath of fresh air.
0: Also, Kay Cannon really giving it to the gays. Except for Pitch Perfect, which honestly we should talk about. Pitch Perfect too straight but also maybe gay? No, okay, so let me do a quick Pitch Perfect corner because it's too late and I'm already on the train. Here we train, go. P-P- is that, PPC. Like, so a lot of people ship Becca and Chloe, aka they? Brittany Snow and Anna Kendrick from Pitch Perfect Got through it. the first movie. They have that like shower scene together. It's very like intimate. And they're even closer in the second movie. And
1: How, I've seen the first two and I don't remember anything that you're saying. A
0: huge chunk. Well, that's on you. It, so is, it that is. That no, shower scene is you burned know, bro, into my memory. It is my fault. It and is. I, and
1: for that, I'm sorry.
0: Oh, yeah, Well, I accept your apology. Think,
1: wow. We're really in the Christmas... This might be yeah. our happiest,
0: most wholesome episode. Oh yeah, man. Okay. Anyways, pitch perfect. Back to pitch perfect. So... All of a lot of the marketing around Pitch Perfect Three was like targeted at the, the Becca Chloe shippers. The, were they the tried to
1: queer trap us. They
0: were queer baiting them. They were like, guys, but Chloe is gonna happen in Pitch Perfect Three. No. Like there were like ad campaigns like that's on Twitter annoying. and stuff like that. And then guess what? Absolutely nothing happened in Pitch Perfect Three. So
1: That's I'm sorry.
0: But that's not Kay Cannon's fault. No, Maybe a little bit, but probably. like mostly the marketing. Which team's one did fault.
1: Elizabeth uh banks direct? The second one, right? Chew, yeah. yes. And then, did Kay Cannon direct the third one? I don't. I'm going to say so, or maybe she just wrote them. Speaking of Pitch Perfect, uh, do you? I feel like you must love those movies. Then you seem very intimate with these.
0: I mean, I like them. Okay. I, I feel like I feel, like, I, feel like, I feel a joke setup coming.
1: No, there wasn't. Oh. It was just an intimate qu- or a genuine question. Oh, well, well, that's, that's really I did nice. Ha- I did have a joke that I was trying to dig at you at, but it was just about shipping things. Oh, no, congratulations to you for your uh, shipping of Tumblr years finally coming to fruition.
0: Well, that's going to timestamp this episode oh, never real mind. hard. I'm going to ask that. Never mind. No, but I kind of want to talk about it. Okay, talk about it. So, Brooke, congratulations. Are you happy? Um, Should we exp- just quick two minutes what happened this really is time stamping this episode however we are in a very good mood because the election is now in our rearview mirror oh my god right yes yes um yeah so i'm just feeling great everything is happening everything is good so so good um so snow falling i can't you really want me to unpack the dusty suitcase
1: you can just be like i'm just it's a moment for you just to to on main if you want you don't have to no
0: no no it's happening okay here we go all right this is the content that people come.
1: Brooke is pacing to around. She's dragging the mic stand over.
0: Okay, here we go. Here so, we go. Okay. Many years ago, a show premiered on the, the WB. Now the CW. Ooh. Um, the show is called Supernatural. They it's went from P to C. Two uh, two brothers that hunted monsters and other supernatural things in their 1967 Chevy Impala. Loving in season this. four. They introduced another character on the show. Named. An angel named Castiel. Um, who many fans began to ship with one of the brothers. Which brother? Dean. Dean. Uh, this ship was the greatest ship the Tumblr has ever known. And everyone knew that it would never happen. Because Supernatural was like very much like a guy's show. Even though almost the entire fan base is women. It women. And yeah. it was just like, they're never, ever, ever, ever. Ever. There's no way
1: they're going to ship them.
0: Gonna The show is never going to make it. So this canon. would be like
1: Bucky and Steve almost.
0: Yes. Like I would say it is on that level, not because they have as much box office at stake, but because like the creators. Oh, like, fervent the fan bases. And like the writers room were just so very much, and the actors were so very much like, yeah, like we think that it's nice that people ship it, but like it's literally never going to happen. Right, right. That's not what the show is about. And then, flash forward in the midst of election madness, when everyone is online twenty four seven checking the polls come in. What happens? But Supernatural airs an episode where they make the fucking ship known as Dusty L canon.
1: Damn, a tear has fallen down Brooke's face.
0: Cass says, "I love you, Dean." To Dean, after this extremely emotional monologue, um, and then he gets immediately killed off and sent not just to hell. But to a special version of hell called Super Hell, um, kind of rocks because he's gay. Damn. So Oh well, that doesn't rock. <laughs> well, not really. But like, kind of. That's basically what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were yeah. like, "I'm gay." Gunshot.
1: <laughs> oh my God! They really did kill the gays. <laughs> yeah,
0: but um, the but ship. The thing is, nobody ever dies on Supernatural, and the finale now airs in like a week oh my um, god so i fully predict that he's gonna come back wow um anyway i had not this watched the show exciting. full disclosure i had not watched the show for like probably six years and that episode aired and it was like it was 2012 all over again i love this um this makes me so happy that's for you. all i have to say about that i'm so glad that is now online forever, forever.
1: <laughs> I don't even know what something would compare like that for me. Like, I don't have a ship like that.
0: No, I literally, when I heard about it and like fully processed it, I had to lay down on the floor. And I am like a fully grown woman. I was like, I feel like I am 15 in my bedroom again, like on my computer at two in the morning I watching this. like fan made
1: YouTube video. <laughs> oh my God. This makes my heart sore for you. Yeah,
0: it really like rocketed me back you're, six years. You're like
1: a fan of Shamik Moore in this. I <sighs>
0: know. Love Shamik more. Damn. Way to bring us back to the movie. No,
1: I mean, that was beautiful. And I'm just genuinely so happy for you. This feels like that is the TV version of our show. But it's
0: like, Like, it happened. I could not believe that it actually happened. It truly would be. I feel like Stephen Bucky is the closest parallel I can draw because of how improbable it was that it would ever happen. Right. Like,
1: What if on Falcon and the Winter Soldier, if we get a moment... Where the Winter Soldier goes, I always loved Steve. And Falcon goes, What do you mean you always loved him? I loved him too. And, and then Winter Soldier looks at him and he goes, No. I loved him in a special sort of way. See you joke. And he winks.
0: But I literally saw a tweet that was like, I swear to God, if we get canon Stucky and Winter Soldier, <laughs> like I wanna shit if myself. We, okay,
1: yeah. for our audience, if we get canon Bucking the Winter Soldier, I will say that we will do a special episode on Falcon, on and, Falcon and Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. But only if Stucky. Only becomes if Cannon. Stucky is canon. Yeah, yes. It's never gonna happen. No, it won't.
0: But however, I said that about Supernatural for fifteen years. If you and here it is. Hey, if you can dream it, you can you do can, it. You can do it. And you did. It truly shook the internet to its core. That's
1: wild. Um, We're in a great mood. The world is good. The snow is falling down. It is. What a great day. In
0: Laurel, Illinois. The
1: snow in this movie looks terrible. It's
0: very fake. But the actual snow on the ground is fine. There's just not very much of it. No. They shot this movie in Canada, obviously, um, because there's no snow anywhere else where you can film. It's Atlanta, Los Angeles, or Toronto.
1: But I mean, like this... You could have gone a little further with this snow so it actually looked like a blizzard. There should just be more snow. Right. It's called let it snow. Honey, I didn't see any snow.
0: I will. I would just like to say that like, the only piece of media to ever accurately do what it feels like to live in a place where it snows enough to go. shut down schools and things like that is Fargo.
1: Yes, I like, would agree.
0: If, if, if your characters are not dressing like the people in Fargo in 12 layers of like down jackets yeah. and scarves and hats... Get it out of my sight. Or that Manchester is by the sea. Fake winter and I do not want to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That-
1: manchester by the sea hit me i mean i hate, hate they keep coming back to it but like the way that they dress was how i would dress where it's you're like a layer or two too underdressed and it's so cold and snowing so you're constantly just freezing miserable Nobody yeah. wears
0: hats in that movie like where are the no hats? one wears hats on the
1: cape no one wears hat i never wore a hat i don't own a hat i only wear a beanie when i'm snowboarding oh i always wear hats never
0: however i would just like to say that no I hats do...
1: no scarves
0: what's wrong with you? very rarely gloves oh my god wait you're insane assholes
1: like to be miserable
0: yeah well that checks out and it's clearly obvious yeah Um, that's why
1: we all love each other but also hate each other but
0: this is like the classic like movie winter movie where they're like yes here i am in a coat and a flannel like white
1: christmas and
0: it's like you should not actually in white christmas they have some decent coats i'm i'm very proud of that movie is the
1: coat work good in it
0: oh yeah good coat work
1: the Mm -hmm. snow in it not great it was
0: the fifties, <laughs> and it's definitely snow <laughs> wasn't real in the fifties. It's definitely shot in Los Angeles. Oh, shot on back a backlot, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Um, um, but, but there should movie. be more snow in this movie. However, so, do you know what there is plenty of in this movie? Love, gay content, queers, gay content. Joan Cusack. There, we don't. This is this episode is not going to be nearly as sweaty as no. uh, last week. Oh, wait, wait, I'm sorry. What do you mean? Oh, no. what was sweaty oh, about last week's episode yeah i mean sorry i clearly a gay masterpiece through the first brick at stonewall uh, I, oh <laughs> kevin through <McCallister. laughs> the first brick at stonewall uh can we get that printed on a shirt please <laughs> kevin McAllister threw the first brick. you know, you know who he threw some bricks at threw some bricks threw at some bricks at thieves. marvin
1: whatever his whatever name. his name is r two harry the, yeah marvin I already, harry I already yeah don't um remember. okay can we just talk about joan cusack queen i love her the fact that she i told this to you the fact that she and john are brothers or siblings blows my mind because they don't look anything alike they don't behave alike
0: i feel like I they see have it, different though.
1: accents they do play brother and sister in uh the one candles. where he holds the boom box up oh say anything say anything
0: yes yeah if you could say anything what would you say it's now oh there it is
1: (laughs) i didn't know what to go to i was like "Uh,
0: yeah joan cusack um should we talk about her role in this movie i just think her
1: voice is just the most distinct voice of all time like her hardcore chicago like i just love her performance in adam's family values and school of
0: rock just everything toy story toy i mean
1: Brooke. jesse
0: i'm sorry that i got you on this toy story thread
1: what if if jesse was Yodeling Cowgirl? Oh God! So this I is. I like, love her. If
0: you had to gun Who's to your head, Toy Story or n-
1: Muppets? Toy Story, hundred percent. Really? Oh my Muppets? God! Kermit found dead.
0: Wow! Toy
1: Story like raised me. This yeah.
0: actually, I have to. I have to. Uh, um go on a tangent here because last week how um, dare we have tangented we decided to exchange christmas gifts on Mike and i said that i would watch three muppets movies for you yes and that in return you would watch three movies for me
1: yes do you have a movie for me
0: i have three movies for you oh bang 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 here are the movies that you have to watch they are or no deal very howie
1: mandel just walked in Yes, sorry,
0: <laughs> he's here. Um, these are very Brooke Solomon picks, okay. and um, I'm not sorry for making you watch them. Here we especially go, especially because you have often derided them on Mike.
1: I've never derided. <gasps> Is it Ages of Carter <laughs> or Ages of Shield?
0: <laughs> here are my three pieces of media that you yes, are yes. required to watch, and guess what? They even, you know, sound good together. We, oh, I have some excited. alliteration. I'm very happening. excited. Here we go. Number one, Carol, because you've never seen it, and that's a disgrace.
1: It's a Christmas Carol.
0: It is a Christmas Carol.
1: Okay. Number number two. Fabulous. I'm number two, uh,
0: Colette. One of the gayest uh, movies okay. of all time yeah, that yeah, I yeah. think you will secretly like, but I know you really I would hate to watch. watch. Yeah. yeah. Um, and number three, the pilot of Agent Carter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Deal. 100% a deal. This is a great exchange. I love this.
0: Also, the pilot of Agent Carter. Pretty gay. I would just say. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Is it?
1: Yeah. This is (laughs) is the best trade I've ever had in my life. This is so funny. I'm very excited to watch a show that doesn't exist.
0: It exists!
1: This was you screaming into the ether for 12 years about your, you know, Dean angel shipping Uh, and it happened though so maybe i'll start to think that this show
0: exists i hope so there's only two seasons
1: over her computer just strangle you with a microphone
0: cord no 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 this is the season of giving it is the season of tolerance of
1: love what Um, do you have a favorite toy story character speaking of joan mm, i mean any of them there's so many
0: i feel like this is a really unpopular opinion no there's
1: no popular opinions i feel like it's the aliens oh the Claw. I love the aliens. We love I also the aliens. Really love Slink. Slink is great. Slink is wholesome. He's Slink, Slink holds the family together. He's really cute. Who's your favorite? Woody for sure. Oh, but then like God. non-main, kind of a Rex stan. Oh yeah, this is really this is really you move. I also, if we're speaking about just Toy Story Four, Duke Kaboom. Oh forever. yeah,
0: he's great. Keanu. A king. Kian
1: knew. Kian knew that it was going to be his best performance. <laughs> I'm
0: kind of sad neither of us mentioned Joan Guzak because, like, she's great. Jesse? Yeah. Well, I
1: mean, Jesse's uh, uh, incredible. I mean, the thing is, Toy Story 3 and 4 don't really know how to use her that well. It's true. Because she peaks in Toy Story 2. Jesse's song in Toy Story 2: Tears.
0: I mean, who, if you if you don't cry at that song, you're just not. A soulless. Human. Yeah.
1: You know who probably wouldn't cry at that song? Who? The fucking incel in this movie.
0: <laughs> That's who square one Bring bringing back it back so, um i think you're a little mean to him it's christmas eve tobin it's His christmas eve His name's tobin is
1: that the character's name or the actor's that name that is the character's what's, name. The, what's the actor's name so i can add him on main
0: mitchell hope
1: mitchell hope how about you get some hope because <laughs> it was a pretty solid performance but your character kind of never mind anyways I don't know. I was I don't know where gonna I was let going you with roll it. with that, but whiffed
0: it. Um We're in Laurel, Illinois. On Christmas Eve.
1: December twenty fourth, two thousand and nineteen.
0: The snow is falling ostensibly. Is it? Allegedly. Let it snow. There is More it like
1: snow. let the fake, you know, machines pump in well Will it snow? Probably. Maybe. So Joan Cusack, as we were saying. Is she an angel in this? What is she?
0: Well, she's a tow truck driver. So she's a tow. So what is this? The Simpsons. She goes. What?
1: The Simpsons. There's a Simpsons episode where Homer's like Mr. Plow. Oh, what is this
0: real life where tow trucks exist? What is this? A movie? It is a movie. It is. It's Let It Snow 2019. It's true. Um, Joan Cusack is a tow truck driver. Yes. So she, like, drives but around getting. She, so
1: she's. We should say she starts off the movie by narrating.
0: Yes. She's also the narrator. Yes. Um, But we are forgetting the most important fact about her is she that... she t- tinfoil? Her name, oh. she's credited as Tinfoil Woman.
1: Oh, Jesus. And she
0: wears, like, a vest made of tinfoil and, like, a, a hat with flaps and, like, a Everything hat is tin, covered in tinfoil. Everything's tinfoil. Tin and, like, I, I thought she was going to be some sort of a conspiracy theorist.
1: Same. And or I thought that just... she was going to be like, you know, in like, uh, it's a wonderful life. You know, she's sort of like the she's angel Clarence. for everyone. Yeah, But
0: she's not. Clarence, I'm trying to kill myself. Let me kill myself. That was a terrible Jamie Stewart impression. Uh, Clarence, I'm trying to kill myself. Can you please let me kill myself? Pretty good. I'm getting there. Pretty good. Getting there. Keep practicing. Anyways, not right now, though. No. Uh <laughs> please for the love of god um yeah she i don't know she doesn't like phones she's kind of like she's i don't know but i thought
1: have you seen christmas with the cranks no there's like a character in it who is like santa you know what i mean where he kind of helps things magically like go on That's in this film. That's
0: what I thought Joan Cusack was going to be, but she's kind of just like a crazy lady in a tow truck, which honestly, but like, like you stand. go, girl, yeah. Like, live your life. You Gives know? off
1: a little bit of lesbian vibes.
0: Perhaps. The tow she's, truck. She's not
1: the one we're going for, though. No. So we actually, let's set up our storylines.
0: Let's set up our three different storylines. Also, so Let It Snow is based off of a uh, collection of oh, short yes, stories. Right, right. It's like a book made up of three short stories written by John Green, Maureen Johnson, and Lauren Miracle. Um, It's a miracle
1: this film was made.
0: (laughs) John Green obviously being the most popular um, for you know, his bevy of work. Why? Um, guess which story he wrote. I'm going to guess John Green wrote the straightest one. Is it the incel storyline? I'm going to say yes. You are correct. Thank you, Brooke. <laughs> that is obviously the one he wrote. It's about a love triangle. There's this girl named Angie, but everyone calls her Duke for some absurd reason that doesn't Duke, make any Duke? sense. What is what is that? What? What? <laughs> Like that's so, the most John Green thing. So this is
1: Sabrina, the teenage witch, is Duke.
0: Yeah, Kieran and Shipka
1: with an incel. So yes. she's best friends with an incel.
0: Okay, I feel like you're going a little. I'm hard going too hard on, on him. this I'm poor sorry. boy. Um, but it's a love triangle. It's about Kieran and Shipka. Um, her name is Duke <laughs> slash and Angie. Who's I'm just the one? She's call her Duke though. So John Green. Yes.
1: What has he done? That's great. Again, The Fault in Our Stars, Fault right? in
0: Our Stars, Um, Looking for Alaska. Where is it? Uh, I don't know. It's Northwest? Yeah. Just keep going North. Just keep going North. Take a left. You'll get to it. Um, Yeah. I mean, Paper Towns. What if the towns are made of paper? Catherine's. Um, I read all of his books. I'm so sorry. Turtles All the Way Down. Why and did keep you going. read them? Because I was a 15-year-old girl, and everyone that was my age was reading them. <sighs> and I think that I liked them i didn't love them i'm so sorry um but i don't think they've aged particularly well oh really <laughs> he sort of reinvented the modern pick, uh the manic pixie dream girl in a modern context um which we really did not need to happen but all of his women are very like empowered but also very like tortured and like need sad boys like this boy right, in right. let it snow to like save them but they're always like it's always like they're really cool and then some guy who is like a loser so below their level comes and like th- they fall in love and it's like this really like weird wish fulfillment type shit i really mm. don't like it he feels a little icky yeah um he got cyber bullied off tumblr so i feel like he uh wait what he's sort of been vindicated how did that happen <sighs> If Tumblr story part 2. Da, 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 da. Okay, so on Tumblr you used to be able to edit people's posts. Oh. You can no longer do that. That feels dangerous. Very dangerous because basically um people would edit a ton of John Green's posts, but I think like the one that actually got post editing taken away is that they took this like <laughs> big long monologue <laughs> yeah. that he had written because he was like very active on Tumblr and everyone was like, "Oh my god, it's so crazy that John Green is on Tumblr." it was like like
1: cool because he was like oh you could be close like friends with your writer exactly
0: like he interacts with his fans that's so insane and he would he would like reply to their posts and stuff um someone took a large monologue that he had written and replaced it with basically this is about to get a little explicit that's fine it basically this whole monologue that was like i love the taste of cock so much (laughs) and like it was a whole monologue um I'm not going to read it or anything. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is wild. But, yeah. And so then, one, John Green left Tumblr. Shocking. And two, they got post editing taken away from them. Wow. (laughs) However, you can still find the post. Um, It's, like, still floating around there. Do we dare
1: maybe link to it? I don't think so. Well, it... listeners for your own enjoyment if go find go it. If you want to go
0: find it, you can go find it by That's yourself. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs>
1: they transformed a whole a like whole. website
0: cuz of John Green. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's so funny. <laughs>
0: the tumblr stories i could tell you so is john green
1: basically inputting himself in this movie well
0: that's like i think that a lot like the character of what the fuck is his name tobin 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 like really stands out as such a john green character like this is exactly what all of his characters are like there's these these just like artsy sad boys who are in love with their cool best friends isn't sorry no go
1: ahead isn't under the silver like wasn't that knocked because andrew garfield and that basically is like a john green protagonist sort of he's a
0: he's much more adult like a lot the john green protagonists are mostly in high school and like for the most part they're just kind of like it. sad and like starting to experiment with like sex and drugs like andrew garfield is just like a straight up like creep loser yeah who like you know looks at his favorite like you know porn cover girl sure, every morning yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's gross it's like it's much grosser okay um Anyway, we're not here to talk about that storyline, though. No. So let's really. So let's just quickly go through, through it. it. So
1: it is a cool girl played by Sabrina, the teenage witch, Kieran and Janka. and a guy named Tobin. Yes. Uh, and so the issue that I have with a guy named Tobin and why I keep bullying him is that he is playing a trope that I really dislike, and that is the straight best friend who falls in love with his best friend who is also a girl, and instead of just talking about his feelings as he should or uh, acting in a mature, normal way or acting just not like a crazy person. He storms out leaving her alone. He blames her for her not immediately liking him back. He takes out all of his feelings and like locks himself away in his car to suffer because he can't get his best friend to like him back.
0: Go off, King. Oh, God, Damn it's just straight. So
1: igno- I, the, the, straight men really
0: are the fucking worst. <laughs> Straight people are so exhausting.
1: It's tiring. <laughs> it's such a boring storyline because it's like, duh, the best friends are going to end up together, but she should fucking be with the cool guy named PJ, whatever the fuck his name is.
0: Yeah, so there's this other guy What's the, what's the, the guy's name? His name is JP. You were very okay, close. Okay,
1: JP Licks on Harvard Ave <laughs> should be the one that she ends up with because he's one, more muscular, two, cooler, three, a sweetheart, a sweetheart, four, Behaves like a normal human being and knows how to have emotion and he's nice to this fucking Tobin
0: guy. But they don't click. And it's really important Ugh. that people click. But they don't
1: they do click.
0: <laughs> Which is I mean that that again, that's like part and parcel of the trope that you were talking about is that usually there's another guy involved, and that guy is just like the most wonderful person in the world, but there's no spark. And the main guy that the girl ends up with is a horrible human being, but there is a quote unquote spark happening. Right. This was... is
1: the Stranger Things issue where in Stranger Things, Nancy, she, Nancy should have ended up with Steve, Steve. in season two instead, or of... by season three. Yeah, but like, she doesn't. Steve, I'm sorry, the greatest character of all time.
0: I love Steve.
1: Our Himbo King. Uh, he's the best. He's the best. He and Dustin, my two best
0: friends. I love a nice boy. And it's very annoying because usually like the other the other guy in this scenario is like a nice jock right like he's a, a big nice like a little bit of a meathead but like yeah. very well intentioned guy and um my dream man yeah right exactly there. <laughs>
1: exactly
0: Ugh. like i don't want to go for the depressed art boy who thinks he deserves your affection because you guys have been friends since you were 10 or like something we've Been
1: to emerson college we've seen those boys enough
0: yeah I feel like you invoke Emerson a lot on this podcast.
1: I am unfortunately on. I feel like just this episode. (laughs) This episode is weirdly Boston. Move away from that. You could say that we're going from Boston to to Illinois, Illinois, where
0: it's snowing. To boring
1: Oregon. Anyway, that's Uh, that
0: storyline, and let's never. They end up together, and that's it. We don't care. Any final storyline
1: number two? Yes, storyline number two. Should we talk about Ned?
0: Yes, we'll talk about Ned, and we also got to talk about. Shamik and Isabel. Well, I'm saying,
1: I'm trying to, I want us to do the lesbians last because that's the most important one. Obviously that's the best storyline. That's what we're building towards. So Ned from Spider-Man Homecoming played by Jacob Batalon. Jacob Batalon. His name in this is
0: Keon.
1: Keon, call him DJ Flex on him homie because he is trying to DJ a party. His
0: DJ name is like DJ K Money or something. something, Whatever. (laughs) So he
1: works at the Waffle Town and he's going to have a party. But his parents are actually home. And so he goes to the Waffle Town and he wants to have a party. At the Waffle and Town instead of at his house. he ends up house. having the party. And that's that storyline. And
0: you know what? It's great. It's what he deserves. And he
1: becomes friends with the weird guy from Blockers. The weird, like, I'm going to do drugs type guy.
0: Um, who's also in Halloween. Um yes. And is technically the manager at Waffle Town, I think. Is he, though? I think he is because how could you just there operate are on no Christmas Eve present. without a man? I think that's the whole point is that he is the manager. And he's like, you know what? I got you, fam. The the fact that no one is with their families
1: on Christmas Eve except for our next storyline. Yes. I have some... It's like...
0: What? I feel like it's because it's Christmas Eve day, though. True. Christmas Eve day is... I really love Christmas Eve day because but it's why like... Why are
1: all the cheerleader girls dressed like cheerleaders? They wouldn't be at school. You'd be on Christmas vacation.
0: But... Jordan, how else are we supposed to know that they're this? like
1: This is friends. a needle, and I'm poking holes in that plot, they're baby.
0: Friends, they're like a little click. Right, how right, are we right. supposed to know that if they don't dress the same? We should actually
1: save that because that is part of our lesbian area. <laughs> oh god, i so Okay, excited. so the next one is Shamik Moore.
0: Shamik Moore, aka Miles Morales from Spider-Man, AKA dope. Into the Spider Verse. Yes, he is great. His name in this is Stewart. He he's the pop singer. He Stewart is. George. International sensation, Stuart Bale. Can we just talk about a line that Brooke said during the screening? Which was?
1: Quote, wow, he's so hot, end quote. He
0: is so hot. <laughs> he was so hot, hot. We're not going to lie. I would like to say that I only said that after I looked up the fact that he was 25 years old and didn't feel weird about it. No. This is why we need more 16-year-olds yes. in high school movies, so I don't have to do this song and dance every time I watch a high school yep. movie and be like... Are is this you person good? 27 or are they 16? Well, the it's like
1: Sabrina in this looks like she's like 12, but uh, you know, Tobin or whatever looks like he's like 30.
0: Kiernan Shipka was born in 1999. So she so is 21. She's my 21. She's 21. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. She's great. She's great. She should be in a lot of things. I, I think she's really fabulous. No,
1: I thought she was fine in this. I think that we should also, I forgot to mention this, but the beard <laughs> names in this. Playa Extra is your Corona, and also Steel Pilsner. I just love the fake names of the beers.
0: I didn't even register that they were fake names. Just all I was the fake like, oh, awesome local brews. All the
1: fake names are really bad.
0: I like that they clearly couldn't get like Waffle House licensing, yes. so it's Waffle Town.
1: A mess. <laughs> awful
0: Town. The W in the Waffle Town sign has, has fallen off. out.
1: So yeah. it's Awful Town. It's Awful Town. I do like that joke. I think that's funny. It's cute. What I don't like about the Awful Town is that seemingly... No cars are parked there, or no one's going there, but the customer base grows with every scene, so more and more people keep showing up, but the amount of cars at the, the fucking Waffle Town don't grow. Where are they coming from? How are they getting there?
0: We're in Nowheresville. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like a clown car. There's like 25 people that all came in their little uh, Kia. Altima. Yeah. Get out of here. I don't
1: like it. <laughs> uh,
0: anyways, so... Next storyline, we, we got... We Character got, names? Yep, Can I got Can I guess him. one?
1: So, Stuart and... Give me a letter. J. J jasmine julie Ugh, okay <laughs> so jasmine oh fuck wait no <laughs> so
0: julie julie played Stewart, by isabella dora dora, dora dora the explorer aka dora from dora and the Lost city of gold she's also in sicario day of the soldado okay we love to see it she also looks like she's 12 she's also an in instant family she was born in 2001 so she's like 19 oh my god yeah okay big age difference there yeah that makes sense because yeah. you can tell She's a cutie, though. I love her. So their storyline,
1: at first, Brooke, I chuckled to myself. I said, this is a funny one. Wait, we forgot to also mention, Incel uh, tweezes his chest hair, and he starts to bleed from his nipple, and I think that's funny. Anyways.
0: I did um, not think it was funny. I thought it was a weird choice.
1: Yeah, it's very weird. And then they also play, tweet tweeted us if broomball is a thing. I don't think broomball's is a thing. That's completely irrelevant. I want to get off his storyline. I don't want to talk about it anymore. So-
0: uh, you already forgot their names, didn't you?
1: Yep. Stuart and Julie?
0: Correct. Oh, wow. So Julie, Brooke, it starts off, and
1: I think that this is going to be the worst storyline. Yes. Because the train stops. They can't go forward. And so they both get off, and they're going up to the awful house. And so their
0: chemistry, not great. They have negative chemistry. However, I will say... That's a funny line. <laughs> thank you. That... um. I think their chemistry grows over the I course concur. of the story. And by the end, I was really delighted. My heart
1: grows with them. Yeah,
0: it's really cute. But they really do have horrible chemistry. I mean, this is like, th- we have three classic dynamics happening in all of these storylines. We have the friends to lovers with uh, the Tobin and Duke storyline.
1: Strangers to
0: lovers. Yes, strenemies. <laughs> Strangers slash enemies to lovers you know yep. they have like they're very they're bantery heads, bickery. Yes. they don't really like each other to lovers and then we have some gay disasters which, which is as our we all know, favorite yes i feel very seen um but that we're not there yet no we're, we're so, saving up it, it, with the straights they with julie and julie and stewart the, the, the only valid straight her, people the only
1: valid ones <laughs> the only worst part about her character why i bumped with it is because one could call her mrs exposition do you think that's a fair thing? Well, Jordan,
0: her mom is dying. And her, her dad, dad left, left them. them. She wants to go to Columbia. But she has to stay and take care of her mom. There's a lot happening in her life. She feels conflicted, and she has to tell someone about it. Um, there's a lot of mom, exposition. Sick. Dad left.
1: Christmas being saved. does <laughs> she saying? Is this the, the year without Santa Claus?
0: Christmas is saved in every Christmas movie, pretty much.
1: Is there a Christmas movie that ends poorly? Krampus?
0: um yeah like a christmas horror movie uh, um da, 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 well jordan how, da, how could you da. forget about women
1: black christmas women, women! Oh, brooke i have a question for you yes. what if women
0: women exclamation point should we explain this no yes Yeah, no, we should um, So, brooke and i last year we had
1: it's 2019
0: we're all so innocent. We're
1: at CityWalk.
0: COVID has not yet swept the nation. We're
1: doing our usual movies at CityWalk.
0: Yes, and we decided that there was nothing else to see, so we should maybe go see Black christmas i think i was doing nothing you're like i'm literally on my way to see black christmas right now yes Do you want to come
1: yep and you said sure see you there yeah and, <laughs> and we met we up went. like
0: 10 minutes later um, it was great i missed that i know i yearned for that <sighs> so we went to see black christmas in a completely empty theater which is a remake oh, you're, you're of a saying su- it wasn't packed of a supposedly like pretty good yeah movie. horror movie yeah um it's about some girls in a sorority that stay there over the holidays and start getting and attacked a by killer people killer comes, yes yeah 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 um and there's a line there's a line well so they turned the the 2019 version into like a sexual assault and feminism story yes um but in like a really bad way um and that's obvious it's frustrating because it's like that,
1: that that the new craft got bumped with that too and it's just there's a way to modernize these horror movies and have them have these potent like the invisible man for instance did it in a very smart way yes black christmas
0: I mean, in Black Christmas, there's literally a line where someone just, just yells, Women! Literally, that's why we make
1: the. Like in the theater, we both looked at each other and started cackling. Excuse me? It was like a comedy. We laughed so much. <laughs> women! Women! What if?
0: It's insane. Like, you can't just yell women in a movie right, and that be doesn't like. Make it feminist. I will take my feminism points now. Oh my God. Women! Women. Women. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're mid we're mid so Julie and Stewart. Stewart is a pop star. Julie does not want to be seen fawning over a pop star. Right. However, they fall in love organically. But then, and they have like some really wholesome family they keep, time. Yeah, she
1: meets he meets her grandpa and her. They mom, go sledding. The sledding really is cute. cool. They wear the wooden sleds are dangerous.
0: So we should talk. Let's talk we, some. Sleds. we talk about sleds and Santa hats? W- tell me about santa do you hats. wear
1: santa hats during christmas or no absolutely not i have never worn either no but i the, mean i it feels like a move to do so i
0: would also definitely never wear I mean, it. for
1: parents and stuff i feel like they do you know parents do whatever but there's like a certain type of kid who does i, mean, I
0: would never wear it like out and about maybe if i was at like a christmas party i would wear a santa hat with like, like a bit some cute little outfit but if
1: they're not comfy and they don't make your hair like you don't feel warm it just messes up your hair
0: I'm a big fan of hats. Um, I really like you a hat. You can rock a hat. Oh, my God. Thank you I, so much. I, I know like that
1: I can. I used to be such a hat person. Like, in college, I was such a hat person. You
0: were maybe too much of a hat person. And I have
1: divorced myself from that. Is it
0: because of all the snapbacks? You were like, I just got to I just gotta cut everything out. Yeah.
1: I haven't worn a snapback in so long. What I will do now is wear, like, a normal, like, cap. Like, like a baseball bent hat. brim. Yeah. Yeah. I have become a different... I have changed in so many ways i'm
0: so proud of you talk about a christmas miracle yeah man oh wait sleds sleds sleds
1: Sleds.
0: what's your sled of choice I don't know if listeners know this, but we both grew up in sleddy areas, New England. Um, (laughs) Sleddy areas, areas. okay, sleddy areas. Yeah, that was the bit
1: (laughs) I was trying to get you to say. Thank Um, you.
0: (laughs) So um, I feel like the two best sleds are the long toboggan plastic sleds. It's
1: that's the thing is the plastic sleds are the best sleds because they go fast. The
0: wooden ones catch against the snow unless you like basically like hoist it up or like put wax. You wax it, right? But who has time? the to skis. the plastic
1: ones you're immediately flying down that thing like a hundred miles an hour yeah
0: but the plastic ones are shitty and they break however i am also a big fan of the plastic saucers those are fun those are great and you can like do donuts did them. you ever have
1: like an inflatable one no only like the hard plastic the inf- i uh, uh, same here but the inflatable ones always seemed like a dangerous shot in the dark oh yeah like, i don't know could, like
0: it's like riding like a pool like right it's floaty. like a flow. like what yeah. if you went
1: down on like a shamu you know what i mean
0: yeah no i don't i don't did like did you
1: ever like where would you go sledding so
0: when i was in elementary school there was this big hill behind our school and like everyone would go sledding there during the winter um and i think a couple times when i was in high school we would go to this place down the street where there was like a big hill that you can it go it have sledding. A name um, no, but I did have a little mini hill in my backyard that I could go sledding on, but oh it was God, small enough that once I became like 11 or 12, I was like, well, this is like, not this a hill is anymore. Yeah, yeah. But when I was like six, like, oh baby, this is the
1: fucking
0: hill, bro. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's amazing. Your turn. We had a, a small hill in our backyard as well. And probably the same age. I was like, can we like go somewhere else? Yeah. Um, but we would go sledding at the golf course like oh, very behind, nice. like near, like in the, like, you would leave our neighborhood and, like, then drive into the neighborhood next to us with the white picket fences. So, like, literally, we, like, left
0: into, like, a private gated area to go sledding. Yeah. Classic. Gotta go on the golf Love course. Love the Cape. It's great. Love the Cape. Love it. When I was on the Cape for 4th of July, we watched fireworks from a golf course. Very, classic. Very That's classic. a very
1: classic. Yeah.
0: Um. But this, anyway, so they end up together. Um, it's really cute. It's wholesome. So, um, I just want to give a shout out, uh, Stewart's publicist played by the incredible unmatched Darcy Carden. We love her. shows Darcy, up. Darcy, you want to come on the pod? I love her so, so much. She's incredible. The good place. Yeah, and like uh, greener grass. Like she's incredible. She's I'm so, so happy funny. anytime she shows up anywhere. Yeah,
1: It was honestly shocking when she came. I, I was, was like, Darcy Carden?
0: Oh, Joan Cusack, is that her narrating? Darcy Carden, why are you in this? Yeah, we had like 50 epiphanies in the first five minutes of this movie because yeah, I didn't think I would recognize a single person. Nope. Besides Kiernan Shipku, who I knew was in this. But, but that we was did it.
1: Too many people. Too many. Anyways, so wholesome though
0: awesome um Pays off. darcy Cardin is like nice and nasty city girl um but a
1: classic publicist yeah
0: stewart disobeys her and comes back and he and julie kiss and it's really 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 fucking cute and she decides yeah. to go to columbia and follow her dreams and has a really nice emotional <laughs> conversation with her mother that we didn't pay attention yeah,
1: to i think we actually talked through the entire emotional conversation
0: but we got that she was gonna go to columbia so
1: guess where she's going columbia, columbia. <laughs> and guess what her mom she's dying <laughs> But that's okay because she's going to oh, Columbia. Oh man! Also, she like a weird subplot is uh she wanted to get her mom an elf
0: for one of those like big and that, Christmas like, yeah, tabletop. And that
1: drops. I don't know where displays. that plot line goes.
0: Well, it's because it's like a metaphor for like the fact that her mom is dying. Is dead. So. Yeah, she's not dead yet. Will
1: soon. Oh, My God. Soon. Uh, we also forgot that in the car chase. Oh no! Did we talk about the car chase?
0: I mean, I talked about how it cost $5. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. I don't think there's anything else to say about the car chase.
1: Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, discount paper driver. Uh, Anyways. Oh, no. Oh, that's what it was. Brooke, the universe always has the answer. You just need to sometimes subscribe to her newsletter.
0: We could have talked about that in the lesbian storyline. A mess. I A like mess. that guy. That's the no, weird great. Halloween blocker's kid. That's the kid. blocker's kid. Yeah. But
1: anyways, he says that. Anyways, so... Here we are, as in olden days. Happy gay days of your. Nope. It's the gay time. We're here. Reuel right?
0: Tide is gay. Can we talk about it? It's here and it's gay. Can we talk about it? Yes. So, Barb, discount. Liv Hewson, who an is, extremely talented young actress who is very, very good in Santa Clarita diet. And I will not let you disrespect her. I'm not on disrespecting Dory. Um, but
1: D O R R I E. Yes. And she is in love with. A cheerleader? This
0: girl. Named Carrie.
1: Okay. So she's... Oh, my God. Is she going to dump pig's blood on
0: her? (laughs) Carrie. K-E-R-R-Y. Like Carrie Washington. Oh, fun. Okay.
1: Cool. So this girl is a disaster. She works at the Awful House. Yes. She's... She's just a bumbling mess. She loves Harry Potter. She's so cute. She's so wholesome. She's so cute. She she's so relatable. I she, love her. She I want to. Is you know the how, best. You know how you're always like, this is my child and I want to protect them. Yeah. That's how I feel. I never get that feeling, but I was finally like, I feel like Brooke in This like, I want to protect her and I want her to be like able to love who she wants to love.
0: That's so cute. She's, I'm so happy an for you. Out-
1: lesbian waitress
0: yes it's great and like she's talking about all these girls that she has a that she has crushes on oh, like she's best she's friends just, like, with
1: the mean girl from ladybird
0: yes Odea rush yes um who is honestly awesome and is in like i feel like i'm just like hyping We're, all these yes. people up but she's awesome she's in a ton of stuff she's in the giver like she pops up
1: the giver That's everywhere the movie you're gonna say well, is good
0: that no i'm saying that that is like what could give her. a little
1: bit more time to see if that movie could become good.
0: Back in 2015. But, I mean, she's awesome in, in Lady Bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Dear great. God. I really... Odea Rush is she's awesome. She's rushing
1: onto the scene. Yes. So, she... Her... Odea Rush's whole subplot is, like, she's in love with Cuba Gooding Jr.'s uh, son, and that's about it. And we'll get uh, whatever.
0: What? I... Uh, you know she isn't is like whatever.
1: She's off with Joan Sack basically the whole movie.
0: Yeah, I don't think that is a very important storyline. It was no. actually like a little crazy to see Mason Gooding, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s son, yes. A.K.A. Nick from Booksmart. This is just, they're bringing out all the hits here. Yes, um, to see him in this because I feel like I I can recognize him so like yes easily yes. that I was like, what is he doing? He's in this movie for like a uh, second. Scene. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But mostly OJ Rush mostly Odea Rush is just hanging out. So the out lesbians. With Joan Cusack.
1: So Dory, Dory, she is in love with this girl. So she had a one night stand with this girl.
0: It wasn't a one night stand though.
1: So, right, right. So the two have been texting. She was like, Hey, do you know what it's like to stay up till 4am talking with someone? And like you both really get along and, you, and it's great.
0: And you talk about how you're afraid of growing old and how it felt to see the Goblet of Fire for the first time. I and mean, like all this really when she cute was like,
1: nerdy stuff. Kind of right. Because Goblet of Fire, top five Harry Potters.
0: Top five out of eight.
1: Top five out of eight. <laughs> for sure.
0: <laughs> great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would say maybe in my top three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we already one. ranked Harry yeah, Potter I know. The hair, this. long. Too long. I love it.
0: Too long. I love
1: it. Um. um, um anyways, but wholesome and she so so she's she's this cheerleader girl they've been hooking up they've been talking um she came out to this girl and told her like her whole like emotional story about coming out and then this girl comes into the awful house with all her cheerleader friends and ned hypes her up and is like you know what you go talk to that girl and invite her to the party that's going to happen here later and so she goes over she's like hey what's going on and the girl is like what the fuck are you doing
0: yeah it's Bad. A disaster. And I really thought this is not what ended up happening, but I thought for the first half of this movie that Dory was going to realize that this girl wasn't worth her time and that she was actually in love with her best friend. But no, no, oh, no rush even wholesomer. It's even wholesomer. um Basically, word, wholesomer? yeah, I mean, they play this like weird hot and cold game where Carrie won't talk to her when they're in the diner in front of her friends, but they meet in the bathroom she and brings like her start a waffle making bomb. out you're interrupting. My the part... waffle bomb comes first. No, the kissing comes first. You're in the right. bathroom. The kissing comes first. Yeah. They have like an, a very intense makeup. out right. scene she, in the bathroom. She go,
1: so the, the cheerleader goes into the bathroom.
0: Jordan, I just explained all of this, but clearly you were too I'm busy just, talking about the waffle bomb, which is not I, what it's called. It's called a Quaffle Waffle because Harry Potter.
1: Weirdly sexual, even though I know it's Harry Potter. Um, But it's so cool. It's like a waffle, but inside... A donut inside another donut. But yeah. this time it's a waffle it with looks like another
0: a, waffle. You know, like if you got like a coconut with like a straw in it, that's yeah. kind of what it looks it's like, like. that with a waffle. But though. waffle. So cool. And she brings Carrie some butterbeer too. And Carrie's like that's literally so cute. get this out of my face. And it sucks. It, it does. It hurts.
1: But then, as you were saying, back yeah. to you. Well. Solomon,
0: back to you. Since you already blew through my... No, I'm volleying it back to you. Like with <laughs> the quaffle, you. I'm hitting the quaffle to you. Very nice. Very, very nice. Thank nice you. save. Um, So after the makeout in the bathroom, basically like, um, uh, you know, Dory and her friend have like a little nice makeup session and are like, you know what? You're a really great person and I love you very much. And that gives Dory the confidence to go back to Carrie and be like, hey, make
1: up. more like make out.
0: I don't know what your problem is. They're not making out. Wrong Dor- people.
1: Dory makes out with her in the bathroom.
0: Yeah, I'm talking about Tori and her other friend, Odaya Rush.
1: Oh. The, the, wait, that...
0: The, oh, my God. I'm, t- I'm thinking about the... <laughs> how am I... I so don't know about, what you're talking about. I was thinking about. about
1: when they made out in the bathroom.
0: I'm way past that part. Oh, I
1: wanted to get that joke <laughs> in there, though.
0: <laughs> made out more like...
1: Wait, no, made up. Fuck. Go. How I, I, I was going. How did I get so lost? I thought we were still in the bathroom.
0: No, dude. I'm at I, the end. It's
1: because the character names... It's the characters' names. Just to rewind for me. They make out in the bathroom. Yes. They go out and she gives him the quaffle. Yes. She says, I don't want the quaffle. Yes. She's heartbroken. Yes. Odea Rush comes. Yes. Then they make up.
0: Yes. So Odea Rush and Dory. We are now up to speed. Make up. And that gives Dory the courage to go over to Carrie and be like, hey, girl. Um, I don't know what your problem is, but it's sure as hell not me. So you can sort out your priorities and I'm going to be over here. You need having to sort out time. your
1: priorities.
0: Good Harry Potter joke. Thank you. Um, and then like, you know, Dory is outside the Waffle House.
1: The snow falling.
0: Yeah. She's a little sad, but she's getting over it. And Carrie comes out and delivers this incredibly heartwarming speech.
1: Good delivery.
0: About how much, like, Dory's telling her coming out story, like, meant to her. Inspired her. And, like, She lied about
1: her coming out story because she wasn't comfortable with her own... She, like, couldn't confront her parents and her own truth yet.
0: Yeah. And, like, how she really wants to be out and proud, but, like, she's a little bit scared and, like, her friends don't know, and that's why she's been acting so hot and cold. But you know what? She decides that she doesn't care anymore because it it's Christmas Eve and, and um, now is the
1: time to come out for your lesbian lover yes let's go lesbians
0: let's go lesbians and then she and Dory make out in front of Waffle Town and all of Carrie's little cheerleader friends Everyone see cheers. them through the window and start clapping wholesome <laughs> lesbian smooching it's great it's really really It's you. amazing it's actually it's really lovely because they're the couple that get the big romantic gesture in this movie like the other couples have like these very like sort of like quiet intimate things which is cute but right, like but
1: it's only them two on their own
0: yes what's really great about this is because it's like a gesture of like it's a grand romantic gesture Brooke coming out to the people that like mean the most to it's you a coming out story and on christmas i just want to say that like a very similar sentiment sort of happened in love simon with the ferris wheel shit yes. that we don't like and the difference is that like this just feels much more Deserve. wholesome and maybe because it's like you know 30 minutes of this movie instead of
1: the whole movie two
0: plus hours but, but also
1: like, her friends aren't mean to her and don't bully her yeah her
0: friends seem very nice
1: yeah they're just normal girls like clicky girls like yeah. whatever we've all seen it
0: it's just a nice little like insecure like i was afraid to come out but you know what like i'm not afraid anymore and i'm really sorry that i treated you that way and like she didn't she treated her like badly but she definitely didn't treat her as terribly as right, she uh, tobin treated duke right way back in our stray people story Ugh. like so it feel it's just really delightful when they kiss and all of their friends are like oh my god oh my god like we didn't know that's so cute it's and just wholesome it's really sweet
1: it's just very tender and it's cool to see like queer love just on christmas people being happy they're just able to love each other in and the snow cool. the season of you know whatever it's called Getting? giving cool <laughs> they're able to give each other some love some smooches
0: oh it's really sweet. it was
1: really and it hit me i thought that this movie was gonna suck i thought i wasn't gonna have a good time And this entire subplot was actually very well done and had a nice and emotional cathartic payoff during the Christmas season. Obviously, it's a Christmas movie and it's not like the greatest film ever made or anything like that. But just to see like some queer characters being able to like love on screen like that kind of rocks. Yeah. And as we were saying, Christmas movies very rarely have that. So it was cool just to like have that.
0: Yeah. I think that this is like one of the first big modern like ensemble Christmas movies, like we said, it's a Netflix movie. Um, These are movies that are w- rolled out to a very, very wide audience and they're trying to expand their holiday and Christmas catalog to cater to a variety of different tastes. Like it started right. with a lot of these Hallmarky movies, but obviously like they're bringing Carol back this year. They're rolling out like some specifically family stuff. Like I feel like a lot of the stuff they had was very Hallmarky, like hot people in a small town dressed in red and green. Right. Like, and now they're trying to expand like into the YA and into the Hot family spaces. Hot people in a small town
1: dressed in yellow uh,
0: because of the awful town. Oh. Oh. <laughs> sorry Sorry. that one did not track for me um but 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 we're trying they're trying to uh you know i guess expand the bench of their christmas movies a little bit um which is interesting to see i'm sure that like all of netflix's things they're very algorithm based and they're tracking like what's doing well and what's connecting with (laughs) a four quadrant audience but as i understand it what's a quadrant this movie did super good you don't know what a quadrant is? Yeah, I, w- I wonder. That's really unfortunate. Yeah,
1: it's almost like the basis of this whole podcast.
0: I'm going to see if I can look up the viewership for Let It Snow because I obviously can't look up the box office. Um, but, you know, this has an uh, 81% on Rotten Tomatoes, Does it really? I wow, think is very nice.
1: That is shocking. Mm-hmm. This was great. I had a lot of fun. I think it was really cute. What would you... Do you have any box office info? I mean, I doubt there's going to be any. Let's see. I remember seeing the poster... And I always just ignored it because it just looked like a generic Hallmark movie. And so I had no idea that there was a lesbian subplot.
0: I know. If I had known that, I would have watched it much sooner. That's why we're going to be watching the one with Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis very quickly. Happiest season. I'm telling you guys, Queer Quadrant 2021, get ready. We're going to be popping bottles. Um, However, this, uh, this... film let it snow tracks pretty damn well with viewers um is there like a number one i
1: doubt i mean it's a big question to ask but i wonder if there like is a number one christmas movie it's
0: probably the christmas prince so i could not find specific box office data however um the hallmark channel is estimated to draw in 65 to 85 million viewers
1: oh my god every
0: season and netflix is um thought to be like on par with that or bigger yeah yeah.
1: That's like Mariah Carey numbers. <laughs> it's begun. It has. I heard it for the first time. Oh. already? It's November and I am ready to put the Christmas lights up.
0: Um, it's not November. Oh, right. It's Christmas Eve. Jordan, I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry. Uh, it's December whenever this episode's coming out.
0: <laughs> it is the holiday season. It's the holiday
1: season. A whoop
0: dee doo. Yep. And dickery dock. Stopping you right and there. And Don't forget to hang up your sock. There we go. <laughs> um. So this film. This. Film cute what are you giving it i give this movie on the personal scale three stars <laughs> it was cute yeah. yeah i am happy how about you what are you giving on the queer quadrant oh right <laughs> forgot about that <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, the episode our um, podcast okay so the queer storyline is only one third of yes. the yes movie um and one
1: could say the straight portion of the movie
0: is, uh, like, so bad. However, yeah. um, because I think that it was the most affecting storyline, um, I'm going to give it also three stars. You know what? Nice. Like, it's really cute. And, like, it's a super wholesome story about young women being in love with each other. Um, And you know what? It warms my heart and makes me feel full of Christmas spirit and gay yuletide cheer.
1: We found Dory we and did she found love <laughs> i would give this film also you can give it lower i think i have to give it a two and a half that's fine i uh on the personal scale on the queer quadrant though i'm gonna give it a fat three as well very it's, nice look the two straight storylines can rot actually one straight storyline can rot off and die no we like the we like, no, I one like of the of more uh, yes. that one's good Uh, the other one not good can go get run over by a reindeer call that grandma got run over by a reindeer except it's a straight boy and his girlfriend duke um however though it was really nice and just heartwarming to see this film it like genuinely like hit in a nice way and as we were saying it's just really cool just to see like this again as we've been talking about like queer love front and center in a mainstream movie and it's just there and there's like no strings attached to it and that's kind of cool
0: and it's really ashton cute. kutcher
1: he's not even on this
0: all right enough of that sorry we're so done.
1: that's yeah i thought it was great i thought it was just cute and i mean obviously like it could be more and could be like the centerpiece but as we were saying like the ending of this film like the big momentous like kiss is
0: them yes they get the like she you gets said, the jerry Maguire speech the sweeping romantic gesture we love that that yeah. rules yeah it's great i love and it, so do you want to guess the letterboxd i would
1: love to can i can you tell me what holiday has holiday to the oh, new the netflix new movie
0: holiday it's starring emma starring roberts, emma roberts who and is, luke bracy here's the
1: thing emma roberts i think she's a great actress in certain things like Screen queens and scream Four. like i would love to see her do more things in that vein and i feel like she hasn't done the right thing sometimes
0: um, I mean, you know, she's like a populist actress.
1: Yeah. Anyways, what does holiday have? Two six. Holiday has a two six? Yes. I'm gonna go, this also has a two six.
0: This has a two five. What? Isn't that like kind of upsetting? Are you serious? <laughs> like it's it's honestly better than that.
1: This should be like a two eight.
0: Yeah. Like it's pretty good. This is a
1: two five this is lower than the holiday.
0: So far, I would assume that the holiday doesn't have a ton of reviews yet
1: that's a little upsetting
0: i know yeah yeah so maybe Has- the holiday will go down all right
1: we're gonna weaponize our, our listeners hashtag justice for let it snow <laughs> please go rate five stars not only for this podcast but for also for let it snow but before you even go away brooke yes. do you hear that what is that the sound of <laughs> Candy battle! It's
0: candy battle time. That was mean.
1: That was. It's supposed to be joyous time.
0: Candy battle. Candy battle. There we go.
1: There we go. Nice. So as you know, last week what we are doing in candy battle is we are going through all of the movie candies and deciding what is the premier movie candy
0: for movies for specifically. specifically
1: at the movies. What is the best candy to have?
0: You need to analyze company, the theatrical your experience. Your popcorn
1: a soda whatever it may be this is the candy that you're going to if you go to our twitter you can play along with our march madness not march if you go to our twitter you can play along with our bracket that we have tweeted where you can vote for your favorite candies so
0: we will have a podcast winner and also an audience winner
1: exactly and so last week was a rousing sweet 16 it was a tough one but this week we're cutting that Elite Eight that we decided down to the final four. Ooh, baby. It's a tough one.
0: And next week, we'll end it all. It so, ends it all.
1: So are we ready? I'm so ready. Are you candied? I can't are, wait. Well, are, you're not candied yet, because we're about to candy. I'm about to be. Call we, this Candy Crush. What we really to crush need some candy.
0: right now, obviously, is more sugar. Yes, we do,
1: because <laughs> we're not hyped up enough. Okay. <laughs> so starting off our first one, our first matchup is the number one peanut M&M's virtu- the number one peanut m ms versus the number eight Sour Patch. Ooh. Sour Patch, the only... Oh, sorry. Nope. I lied. Sour Patch, not the only non-sour one. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. I'm tossing Brooke the peanut m ms Thank you. I am tossing myself the Sour Patch.
0: can't wait to hear you uh, edit this yep. week by week. Oh, out. I'm not editing this. This
1: is all staying in. I goddamn love Sour Patch. Fuck. I have my vote go for i will it. go wow i would love to have kids in my life down the line maybe i will maybe i won't i hope my kids don't turn out sour but i do hope that they have the enjoyment of a peanut m&m so wait, that was wh- terrible which one are you voting for i'm voting for peanut m&m's <laughs> i'm
0: i'm voting for sour patch kids
1: whoa as okay. i mentioned
0: last week I am not really a peanut M&M fan. Which I am. You were very hard on them, so I let it slide. But this week, I think it's time... You're um, going to double down? ...to fight for the Sour Patch Kids. Okay. What is your argument for the Sour Patch Kids? My argument for the Sour I'm Patch trying Kids... trying them again so
1: as you go. So I'm trying
0: think. to not repeat my argument from last week, but basically... I think that the peanut M&M's is too much peanut, not enough chocolate. Um, I feel like it interferes with my enjoyment of the popcorn because I don't get enough of a chocolate ratio. However, for a completely different change of pace, Sour Patch Kids, I just like associate them with doing something fun. They're not an everyday candy. They're like a movie candy. They're kind of like a special occasion candy because they're really like so bad for you. And I think the sour goes really nicely with the salty popcorn. It's a little bit of a change of pace from the chocolate-based candies that we're mostly dealing with. I just think that... This is a great pitch. They like are such a unique flavor and a unique texture. And I don't know. I just, I really love them at the movies so brooke yeah
1: i have a story for you okay when i was a young boy
0: your father my took father you into the city no actually
1: no so me and my father so i usually kind of line up more with my mom with movies we have more similar interests you know my dad you know my dad's sort of you know humor uh-huh he likes specific types of movies so, when me and my dad do go to the movies, there's one thing that we always share, and it's peanut M&M's. And there's a nice thing when the peanut m M&M and M melts in the popcorn and you get a handful of both. But I got to say, Brooke Solomon, I think it's got to go to Sour Patch. Ooh! I think he,
0: Oh, shit! I, I,
1: I like M&M peanuts more in the movies. Like I really do think that I would probably still go for a peanut M&M over a Sour Patch Kid. But right now, taste testing the two and thinking about hearing your pitch and hearing, I do think Sour Patch Kids have an edge over Peanut M Ms here. I mean, I love Peanut M Ms, so help me, God, but I would rather have other chocolatey candies at the movies. And I think Sour Patch Kids are fun. Great, and I am because of the absence of Sour Skittles. I think it's got to be a Sour Patch Kid.
0: I'm so happy.
1: Sour Patch Kid upsets. The number one
0: seed.
1: Damn! What a shocking wow. twist coming into the final four. Okay, As amazing. As the attention couldn't be more palpable coming in on the next round. We have the number four junior mint versus the number five M M&M. and M. Ooh, this is a tough this one is a for me. Um, do you Can have, you have the M M's? They're over there. All right, Brooke is having the M and M's, and I am having the mints that are junior. We're switching. Again, these are the Junior
0: Mint Christmas themed. Definitely not Halloween themed when no, we no, bought no. them. Were these in the freezer? Yeah. Ooh, baby. You got your answer?
1: Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go ahead. I, even though last decision I went against peanut M&Ms, I think I got to swing the other way to normal M&Ms on this one. I'm with you. Really?
0: I am because. Whoa,
1: I thought you were going to go Junior Mint's.
0: I was thinking about it, and I do think that at the end of the day, their low-key is no better candy to let melt in your popcorn than, than
1: M&M's. M&M's. M&M's are just... It's great. It, I <laughs> it's, hadn't had a normal M&M in so long, honestly. I think there's are superior to peanut
0: M&M's. That was a really good M&M. Like... What is your ranking of M&M's? I think it's mm, regular peanut butter peanut, the peanut butter? is there another one pretzel at i the mean bottom. there's
1: pretzels there's caramel Ew. there's so many m&m flavors but i mean it's the OG. Oh, i'm gonna be real with you the caramel m&m's kind of fucking whip
0: i'm not really a caramel person really interesting mm. a little too sticky
1: got it um i love the actually the pretzel m&m's too i like weird, the, i like the weird shit whatever but i haven't had a normal m&m in so long this normal m M&M, and i'm gonna tell you it hits the spot with some popcorn chocolate
0: sugar popcorn
1: is there a better combo
0: it's really good
1: I'm really going to say, solid. so Eminem? Yeah. The
0: Eminem, number five, beats the upset, number four, Junior Mint. Wow. Wow. Call this a Dark Horse Bracket. <laughs> dark Dear Horse Lord. Bracket. I am going to have another Junior Mint though, before he bid them oh. adieu. They're incredible. This brings
1: us to our next matchup, which is, I call this the heartbreaker. I call this the... Kill Jordan and send him into a, a pot of boiling water because it is the number 15 Haribo versus the number seven Cookie Dough Bites, my two favorite candies of all time. Wow. I, I, alongside Kit Kats, which were sadly knocked off last week. They were week. eliminated,
0: yes. Um, okay. Brooke has the Cookie Dough Bites and I have the Haribo. Diving in.
1: My mind's already made up. I thought this was going to be tough, but it's Cookie Dough Bites.
0: I'm still chewing, so um, I'll one moment.
1: Two. I'll talk about a story. Brooke, this is not a story. Every single time I go to the movies, if I'm going to the movies, it's a cookie dough bite. I think that they are, as you were saying with the M&M's, I think cookie dough bites melt easier than M&M's even do. So when you put them in popcorn, it's the perfect melting salt, candy, chocolate, and also you get a cookie dough in the middle. Cookie dough, arguably the greatest thing.
0: Cookie dough ice cream. Is it even better? I, think, I don't know. I think that the chocolate coating for a cookie dough bite is essential. It
1: sends it over the edge. Yeah, You
0: need the chocolate coating. Exactly. Um, Although I love Haribo slash Haribo's deeply, I'm going to give it to you on this one and go with cookie dough bites. Right, though? Yeah.
1: I do feel like they are the better Especially movie frozen. candy. Yeah. If you get them frozen, we have some frozen ones if you want. Oh, baby. They're great. Dangerous. They're great.
0: They're very good. They're... Look... It like it tastes like a special occasion. It's my that's the thing is I think
1: that a cookie dough bite is my favorite movie candy because you can't really get it anywhere else. Like I had to go so out of my way to get this, and I didn't think you were going to find them at all. But let me tell you, Brooke, when I, when I'm thinking about cookie dough bites, there's only one thing on my mind, and that's a movie. Like having this just makes me feel like I'm in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Like a cookie dough bite is so intrinsically tied to a movie theater for me because it is like that's the thing is like certain candies you're not going to get. Not anywhere. anywhere, yeah. I
0: would agree with you on the cookie dough bites. I do Hell think that, yeah. like, it's mostly theaters that stock them. The other uh candy, which has already been knocked out, I believe, that uh is like that for me, is raisinettes. Like, raisinettes yes. kind of only exist at the movies, right?
1: Exactly. Like, yeah. you're not going to go to a CVS and pick up like a package of raisinettes, yeah. It's weird, anyways. So, okay, cookie, Co- dough, cookie bites. dough bites, they're advancing. All right. So, the only one so far of the number one seat or a higher seat, so seven beats 15, yes, knocking Haribo out. Coming up for our last matchup, we have the number three Snowcap versus the number six Reese's PCs. Okay. All right. You want to dive in on the Snowcaps? Yes.
0: You got the Reese's. I got the
1: Reese's. Let's dig into these PCs. This is going to be a toughies.
0: Good. Keep that in. This is an unpopular opinion. I do love my chocolate and peanut butter. Okay. I know that that is a lot of people's very favorite combination, but there is something to me about a snow cap that yes. just, just really hits like the, spot. the snow
1: coming down in boring Illinois. <laughs> am I right? Or am I right? What is
0: it even called? Laurel? Laurel Illinois. Yeah. I mean, yeah, look, we are letting it snow on these snow caps today. We are. Um, I love them. They're so tiny. You can do like savor them. Tiny. You yes. can savor them if you want to because they have the little non-pareils on the top of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but you can also like eat a handful really easily. Um, again, it's the M M&M and M thing. It's that sugar chocolate combo. I love them. They remind me of winter. Um,
1: Are you? You going can snow freeze caps? them.
0: I'm going snowcaps.
1: She has capped the snow capped it interesting bang bang it's i feel like a lot of our interests do line up because it's like that's why i love cookie dough bites is that chocolate melting m&m thing i think i got i see i normally would go with the reese's pieces i'm can't believe i'm doing this i'm going against my my faves here it's really upsetting brooke
0: wow as long as you're doing it authentically
1: i am i i having the reese's this time i really love a reese's peanut butter cup I think that's like one of the top forms of candy, but that's, that's a not a great Halloween
0: candy for me.
1: Totally. But it's not a good movie candy. Yeah. Reese's Pieces are great. The crunch this time threw me a little out of it. <laughs> I think it like, I on like honest to God, like the crunchy shell of it. Like I kind of had it with the M&Ms, like where it's such a loud, like mm. when you bite on it, like it's a really distinct crunch, like a bunch of crunch. Yeah. And it's like, I like like, it almost takes you out of the movie a little you bit. You like something
0: that's a little more subtle. I
1: like a little more su- That's why the cookie dough bites. It's a soft mush. I totally you know? agree with Isn't that. Is that a weird thing to say?
0: The tone in which you said the crunch really took me out of it and made <laughs> me feel like we were talking about like $500 wines and not fucking like CVS candy. candy.
1: <laughs> that's how it feels. And I'm going to be real. It's got to go to the cap.
0: Hey. So the cap wins? Yeah? Yep.
1: All right. So number three, Snow Caps moves on. So, entering the final four of the best movie candy is Sour Patch Kids versus M&M's. Oh. Cookie Dough Bites versus Snow Caps.
0: And then the winners and of those. And the winners of those
1: goes on. Yeah. Find
0: out next
1: week on Candy, candy Battle. Battle. Incredible. <laughs> Wow, it's almost like we had a great transition there. Hi. Hi.
0: That um, was great. That was fabulous. Um,
1: God, all this candy is now staring at us. And I am like, can we just end the podcast so we, so we can some eat more So we can eat
0: it. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, we're pretty much done. We talked all about the snow of Let It Snow and uh, the good, good, gay content of Let It Snow. Um, if you want let to... it snow all
1: over. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Nope, nope. it... <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Keep going.
0: <laughs> uh, if you want to hear more things about snow. Also, you interrupted the flow I had going, but it's okay. It's the season the only of giving. flow we need baby you. is the snow cap flow of those candies. Oh, shit. So, Oh, baby. If you want to hear more about snow (laughs) and about candy, hey, and you can go vote in our bracket. You should follow us on Twitter. I am at Brookby Solomon at Jordan H. Gus, and together at Queer Quadrant. Tell us what your faves are and why we're probably wrong. Yeah, honestly, battle it out. We want to see it, and you can select your own winner. That's democracy in this country.
1: We love to see it. Yes,
0: um, you can find this podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. Rate review subscribe five snowflakes only oh i love it five stars seriously leave us a review tell us what you think even if you don't like it i would still honestly like to read the review i think it would be entertaining just gonna give that a little plug um that's about it
1: no it's not about it i think you know there's something else coming. You this is the Christmas season, so it's the Christmas season. How are we ending our Christmas holiday season? We
0: are snow with... capping it off oh. with a Jordan and Brooke Fave. Oh. An all-time classic sleeper hit Christmas movie. One could call it a banger. Yes it is. We are covering none other than Shane Black's two thousand and five film Kiss Kiss Bang Bang.
1: Banger. Banger!
0: It is probably going to be one of our most chaotic eps ever because we both love this movie so much that we're not going to be able to formulate any thoughts about it. Yep. Can't wait. It's going to be awesome. A disaster
1: <laughs> like normal.
0: Um, And a f- very fitting end to our holiday season. Exactly. Is us being disastrous. On, on Maine.
1: Mike! <laughs> Nothing better. And to hear the conclusion of Candy Battle.
0: Yes, Sorry. exactly. See who wins. It's going to be a real nail biter. Oh, yeah. Do you have any final thoughts about Let It Snow, this delightfully charming movie?
1: You know, I do. Uh, I've just been, I'm so torn. I got into Columbia, but my mom's also sick, and I don't know if Santa Claus is real. Brooke, what do I do? (laughs) You
0: gotta believe, man. You just gotta believe believe in Tom Hanks as Santa Claus. Polar Express reference? At this hour?